0: Welcome to the next episode of Herbie Sports Talk. Thank you, as always, for joining. I am Tyler, Big Herbie Herbach, And with me, as always, the other half of the duo. (laughs) Little Herbie Herbach, Travis. Welcome, everybody. (laughs) So we have an awesome episode. Playoff basketball's back. But before we get there, I have to give a massive congratulations to Phil Mickelson. Oh, yeah. 100%. won the PGA Championship today. Oldest player ever to win. One of the four majors in golf. He's 50 years old. Yeah. Um, the scene was crazy. Did you see yeah, the video at the 18th of him golf? walking to the 18th green? Oh my like, god, it was amazing. Like, that never happens in golf. Like that's, No. Not,
1: that's disgraceful in golf to be acting like that. Yeah, as a fan. Brooks Kepka was pissed. Yeah,
0: I heard there might be a
1: lawsuit on that.
0: Yeah, apparently somehow. he got hit with a couple things. Like, yeah. not on purpose, but he got hit. He was mad. But yeah, massive, massive congratulations to Phil Mickelson. Yeah. He still has it. Uh, I definitely haven't. The last time I saw a scene like that in golf was when tiger won the masters a couple years ago. Right. Um, it was just one of those like, it's crazy. It, it was great. And honestly, he had to get a, a special invitation to the open cause he was ranked 115th in the world. <laughs> so he wasn't even guaranteed to make it. They gave him a special exemption to be there and right. he came in. It, it was just great. Um, and he hasn't been playing his best golf recently in the last, yeah. like, year or so. He hasn't won a, one of the four majors since, like, 2013. Yeah, he hasn't even won an event at all in, like, I think, two years. But he is, I mean, he is one of the GOATs of the generation. Oh, yeah, Absolute so. Hall of Famer. yeah, yeah. That, that wasn't in question. But, like, this was just – it was a beautiful thing to see today. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But, yeah, I had to get get that congratulations. But on to playoff basketball. Yes. Oh, the playoffs are here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's so great. It's so nice to watch basketball and that in and a true form. Not with the COVID BS, not with the no fans in the stadiums, not like how it
0: is. Yeah, playoffs definitely kind of brought back the norm. Oh, for sure, semi of the norm. I mean, we'll we'll get to it, but like fans in the crowd, Mm -hmm. or like and like most of the stadiums that we're playing were almost full capacity. Like it was an absolutely amazing experience just watching on TV. Yeah, it was it was great, and the first games of the first round did not disappoint.
1: No, we had some crazy good games to begin with. We did. So let's go ahead and jump on in. Let's start in yeah. the in the West. Yeah, we're gonna run through the West whole first round of the West side, and then go to the East and do the whole first round, and we'll jump back and forth as we narrow down to the finals. Yeah, that's for, for how we're gonna kind of structure this. We're gonna do a whole breakdown here. Yep. So, so we're we'll start with
0: the West. The Utah Jazz versus the Memphis Grizzlies. Yep. Um, they were, that was the last game of of the day, yeah. and the Grizzlies pulled out a nail biter. Yeah,
1: absolutely ridiculous. I mean, no one expected. Them to pull out a victory over the Utah Jazz, the then
0: one seed, of course. Right. I um, mean, I I expected Memphis to give them like a good series, um, not necessarily a seven, but you know, close games and whatnot. I thought right. the game would go a minimum of five, but probably six. Um, and I mean, they showed that they're this is a good team. They're a very young team. They're only going to get better. This they're yeah. the second youngest team in the NBA. The Grizzlies are so they're going to be really really good going forward. The issue is with this series is that. Dominic Mitchell's really close to being back. They, yeah. they tested him out this morning. Didn't quite work out. Secondly, they're not going to shoot as poorly from three every game like they did today.
1: Yeah, and you cannot expect Dylan Brooks to have the game that he did. Yeah. I mean, Drop right, we can kind of expect it a little bit, but again, he's still he's a second year guy, first time in playoffs. He's not going to put the same performance up every night. Especially when Dominic Mitchell comes back and then he's on him one on one. Yeah. Dominic Mitchell's a legitimate defensive guard yeah he's no joke there and then again like, you know, dylan brooks is a that all like that's a one-off as of right now because he has no other experience no other games to that um, extent
0: yes no they they were showing that in the last two seasons when dylan brooks scores at least at least 20 points uh they're like 43 and 7 or something like that it was right
1: like, but he scored more than 20 though he was on fire oh yeah so high percentages yeah, yeah. He, he played really like, really i well. won't expect that
0: performance at all again in this series, he might
1: yeah. have good performances, but he
0: won't have that that level again. Yeah, but clearly Dylan Brooks is the cog in this that makes this Memphis Grizzlies yeah. team go. I mean, he's so he's so good on both ends of the floor. Uh, he's a great defender, and he plays with so much energy. Yeah, I mean, he's definitely he's watching this game. I've seen a, a few Grizzlies games this year, and like he's always the most fun person to keep your eye on when on, when he's on the floor.
1: Right. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, before the game ended, I, I thought Utah was going to sweep. I was calling a 4-0 sweep, honestly. Mm. Um, and they're not like it would be an easy sweep at all, but they were so, more ta- so much more talented. Right. And even when with Donovan Mitchell being out, they went 10-5 and in the last 15 games mm. of the regular season. So I didn't expect it. I mean, they played poorly, very obviously. Rudy Gobert falling out towards the end, not yeah. a good help. That's their key guy outside of Mitchell is Rudy right. Gobert. So I mean, Mitchell was—he said he was going to go. Team doctor said he wasn't going to go quite yet. So he, either he's getting back, game back, come back game two or game three. Mm. But again, they're not going to shoot that poorly or play that bad. Yeah, I mean, and Memphis
0: isn't going to play to that level again, again, again. Right, and the part of the issue too is like, eventually the Grizzlies are a young team, so they're always—they're always, they're always going to have some energy, obviously. But they've been playing basically already two weeks worth of playoff basketball because they were fighting to get into the playoffs so right. hard. Um, and they had the two games in the in the playing tournament to to make it in, so it's really tough. Um, yeah, some extra miles there for sure. I mean, they've been playing back to back to back. Like this is their third game in like four days or five, five days, days, yeah, something like that. It's ridiculous. It's a lot, yeah. So no, I,
1: so I mean, obviously, I was, I called I called four zero before the game ended officially. So now it's going to be a four one for me. Okay. Um, even even if Mitchell doesn't come back next game. Again, the, the Utah Jazz are talented enough to get it done. I mean, they lost by three. It's not like they got blown up by fifteen. You know? Right. It's, it's it was an easy toss up game. Jazz easily could have won it if they just yeah. shot a one percent better from the from yeah. any point on the floor.
0: They, they went twelve for forty seven from deep. Yeah, I don't expect them to shoot 47 threes next game. <laughs> well, that's like almost on par for their for their yearly for their year ridiculous. average. Um, they shoot and make more threes than any other team. Their percentage isn't the best uh, because they shoot so many, but, you know, right. it is what it is. They've made at least 10 three-pointers in every game this year, including this one, even though they shot such a terrible percentage, right. only 25% from, from three. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
1: So, any, yeah, anyways, I th- even even Donovan's not back till game three, I think Utah comes back next game at home, takes takes the win right back, and then Mitchell either comes back in, and, and then they just they tear it. The dominate gotcha. the rest of the series. Um,
0: so you have it going in five. Yeah. Um, I got the Grizzlies getting one more game out of this. I got them going. Uh, this going six games. Okay. Um, I think that you think they're going to get one back at home. I think so. Okay. I mean, you I think the Memphis has always actually had a really good home court. They're just a small market team, you know. Mm-hmm. But they've always had a really good home court, and like the fact that people are going to be back in there, they haven't been able to be in there basically all year for a playoff right, game. Right. They're it's going to be like crazy hyped.
1: Yeah. True. What if though? I guess this is, this is kind of a toss up. But what if they go back to Memphis for Game Three
0: and it's one one, and then Mitchell comes back? That I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. So and I mean, actually, so- I wouldn't be sur- I wouldn't be surprised if that's what happens because there's an extra day of rest when you're traveling. Right. Um, it wouldn't be surprised if that's when Mitchell comes back is Game Three, not Game Two. Yeah,
1: yeah. I just don't see. I just for all the variables I had to place for the Memphis to get a three point victory.
0: I don't see that replicating at all again. Right, I mean, they did almost blow it too. They were up by double digits with less than five minutes to play, yeah. and they, they almost blew it. So, yeah, we'll see, see which way it goes. Um, so you got it going in five, I got going in six, but we're yep. both in, in Utah's favor here. Yep, 100 percent Utah's favors there. Okay, so let's move on down to the
1: next teams. There, so we got the Los Angeles Clippers and the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah,
0: another bit of a uh, upset here. The Mavericks won yeah. rather handedly, actually. They won by ten. Yeah, Luca. Did Luca things? Yeah, Luca. Luca had a triple double, which yep. you know he does. It seems like every other game at this point in his in his life. Yep. Um, they had they had really clutch shooting from Tim Harway Jr., who put up twenty one himself. Um, all five starters were well in the in the positive in the plus minus. Plus minus, nice. Uh, the lowest guy for their starter was Maxi Kleba, who was at plus nine. That's solid. Yeah, that's really solid. That's solid. But at the end of the day,
1: let's be real here, the Clippers are 10 times the talented team yes. versus the Mavericks, right? 100%. The Mavericks pulled one off, which is not unseen. The Clippers, we've seen the Clippers lose games since PG and Kawhi got there mm-hmm. that they should never have lost. That they ne- the conversation of them losing a game against a certain team since they've been there, should that conversation never should have happened, and it's happened multiple times. And we've seen it multiple times. Yeah. It's just, like, there's something with the Clippers that, like, they lose games you don't ever expect them to lose. It just, like, they really there's do. a history They're... there for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, and I think, obviously, the playoffs, and we've talked about this before, having Rajon Rondo on this team now is yeah. going to make a huge difference in the playoffs because he right. gives them a true on-court vocal leader that they are missing badly.
1: Yeah. I 100% agree there, too. So, um, and when it comes down to it, I mean, Luka's going to do his things, but... There's just not enough talent around him to right. really to hardcore support. Um, so I have this one going six for the Clippers. Okay. I'm going four two. I think I think Dallas pulls a, pulls a game game three game four back at home. Um, you know, and Luka's gonna carry the torch all the way through for both those wins. Okay, but I just there's no way that Kawhi and
0: Paul George combined are gonna shit the bed. Four games, <laughs> yeah. No, they, they won't. Um, I do have them trading about three three games though. Are I you, got this what, going you, seven, seven. Okay, because the the same what you just said is why, you right. know, the fact that like they just it's like there's just games where they're like, yeah, we we don't feel like playing today, essentially, and they just like it's like they turn off. It's it's actually very similar to the other LA team where they seem like they think they can just turn it on off or whatever they want. Yeah, It's just like that's not the case. <laughs> like you have gotta like come in and ready to go every day. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a, I don't know, it's so weird. There's a relaxed, relaxed station or, like, mode that they yeah. get into. Yeah, it's a weird mindset. It's, it's like, one, that might just not be there. You're a professional NBA player. And two, you're, <laughs> you're playoffs. Yeah. The why playoffs? The playoffs. Why is that even a
0: thing? Like, why is – it's, it's 100% on. You're full, you're full right. mode here. Like, Especially, like, shouldn't they be, like, super pissed off after how underperforming they were last season? Mm-hmm. Like – they got worked in the playoffs last year. They got worked. Like, why would you come back, piss the fuck off, and, like, dominate people right now? Yeah.
1: I don't know. It makes no sense. There's, I don't know if it's a guy within the team or it's the culture from the top down that they're just, like, they think some games are easy and you're playing, even if you're playing the most trash team in the NBA, they're still all professional basketball players. They're also extremely talented. Like, like there's no just easy game, no matter yeah, what.
0: You there's do. definitely games where the owner has more energy than the players do. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Granted, great antics on the sideline. Very fun to watch. <laughs> very. Entertaining. Very entertaining to watch Bomber go crazy on the sideline. Yeah. It's 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 very it's a lot of fun. So yeah, I'm going six. Tyler's going seven. seven. But both stick with the Clippers here. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Should be the first round should be semi easy to kind of agree upon. For the majority of people. Yeah. There's only a series or two that can really be kind of a toss-ups. So on a Series 3, you got Denver
0: versus Portland. Yep. Uh, Portland won their first game rather handedly. Yep. Um, they won by 14. Dame did Dame things. Yeah. I mean, they, Like, I don't know what else there's much to say about, about Damian Lillard. I'm, honestly, he's one of my favorite players in the NBA. Oh, yeah. Um, he's an absolute cold-blooded killer. <laughs> In the, especially in the playoffs. Oh, and it has been since his rookie yeah. season. that like, he's been icing games left and right. It's and it's so much fun. Um, this their whole like lineup right now is very interesting because uh, Terry Stotts, their coach, is keeping it very short. They they're yes. play, they've been running an eight man rotation for most of the, the back half of the season now. Um, so a lot of their guys just aren't even looking at it. they They're running the only people coming on the bench right now are Carmelo, Enos Cantor, and Anthony Simons. That's it. Yeah. And even, like, Cantor's only putting in 15 minutes. Which is surprising, too, because Cantor has such a good gas tank to him. Yeah. Well, he can, he can it's hard, you hard when you have Nurkic. Nurkic your star. You can't play them together, so. I guess that's a good point. And Nurkic is, a, a, is an absolute stud. He is a stud. He's definitely stepped
1: up huge this last season here. Yeah. I'm um, curious what your thoughts are on here, because Denver – Obviously, prior to the Jamal Murray injury, they were uh, almost a lock number one. They, yeah, they were absolutely see, monsters. You know? We still expect them to be good. They've still got good talent, other talent Yeah,
0: there. and they they actually still perform pretty well for the second half season after Jamal Murray got hurt. Right. Um, I don't think, though, that uh, Jokic is enough to push him by himself. To push him, back, to push him by. I think, and obviously, Dame's going to probably give you 30 every night.
1: And, and probably more. Like, yeah,
0: I'd say he averaged at least thirty-two playoffs. A, yeah, at least in the first series for sure. Yeah, um, and then CJ can go off for thirty or forty any night too, if he if he needs to. So yeah. I know I'm I'm actually taking the the Trailblazers in this one. Yeah, okay. um, and I have them actually taking. I have them going to go the full. set goes a full set. It's gonna be a good series. Um, I think Denver is going to you know put it together. I think they kind of came out and you know the Blazers you kind of punch them in the face. and was like all right, hey, we're here to yeah, play. Okay, I'm guys. here. We're here to score. The thing with Denver, too, or
1: excuse me, Portland, is that they're one of the highest-scoring teams in the NBA mm-hmm. in points of average. They're in the top eight, I believe, if i remember the time. But they're at 116 a game, points-wise. Um, I know it's within the top ten, close to the top five um, in points per game. And so I think yeah, they came out, they shot great, and Denver were just was not ready to fire back.
0: Yeah, for sure. You know the weird thing? So, like, Yoke, uh, Nikola Jokic won for 34 in this game, right? Mm-hmm. And 16 boards. He only had one assist. Which is really weird because, like, he's an amazing passer. Probably, like, I've talked about it before. Arguably the greatest big man passer we've seen in in the NBA. Mm -hmm. Period. Um, And that's saying a lot because there's a couple guys that were really, really good passers, and he's still in the league. So, you know, don't fight me on it. (laughs) But, like, for a guy who, like, the offense essentially runs through and he makes those decisions, it's weird for him to have only one assist. It is. And I think, I mean, we
1: mentioned it with – months ago when Murray got hurt that he, we might see come playoff time it's one of these diminished because he's going to have to pick up with the scoring load. Right. Or even just the ball handling load in general. He's, he's going to need to run the offense in terms of getting set up to run even a play or a type of formation or a defensive strategy, whatever it may be. Even though his hands might be on the ball more, it doesn't mean it does not equal, equate to assist. Right, that's he, true. He, he's, he's getting the offense set. He's not being a part of the offense as much.
0: So it could, we could see his, his assist numbers drop quite a bit. Yeah, but it's I mean, for the most surprising. part, we haven't. It, for the most part during the season, we had we didn't see even after the injury. It's very weird. Maybe it's just the way that they were they were guarding whatever. Could um, be. Or maybe he's just being. I mean, he did put up twenty seven shots. So. God damn. He, he had a lot of shots for a guy who doesn't tend to shoot that much. Right. Um, you know, it's a, like in comparison, like Dame had twenty five. Yeah, that's more expected.
1: But um anyways I am actually per exact agreeance with you. I did okay. uh, I had have Portland taking it in seven. Um they're just too much talent and Denver Jokic can do a lot, but a center versus two star star point guards, is he's not gonna win the battle yeah. for all all four of those matter those games. Yeah. It just it's just too hard. Too hard to compete with that type of talent and, and there's in and those positions as well. So I have Portland taking it in seven.
0: Okay. Yeah, yeah, so we're we're in green so far. So let's move on to the Lakers and the Suns. Yeah. Um, Suns won today handedly, honestly. Uh, they were kind of always up around 10, it seemed like.
1: Yeah, Like we were just saying, the Clippers, the Lakers came in with the switch off.
0: Yeah, for switch sure. turned off today, easily. For sure. Um, I mean, Andre, or not Andre Drummond. Um, DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, DeAndre Ayton. Thoroughly outplayed Anthony Davis today.
1: Yeah, and and that surprised me. I mean, I think it surprised everybody. I mean, right? He's a great player, and he's been he's coming to his own for sure, and he'll be a great as long as he stays healthy. Because of his size, he's obviously susceptible to injuries quite a bit. But he'll be a great big man for years to come. Um, and so it was really interesting looking at their stats. I actually went and looked at Ains versus Davis's stats mm-hmm. on average for this season. Um, and it's, like, there's some similarities, and there's also some major differences. Rebounds and steals combined, I have the two stats combined, just so everybody knows. Uh, or enough of this stat, excuse me. Rebounds alone, ends at 11, Davis on at 8, oh. which is,
0: is actually Anthony Davis' lowest his career average this right. season. He's also played with a ton of other big men this year. Yeah, I mean, more talent. That was one of the things that I thought, like speaking just on the Lakers going forward in the playoffs, I thought their size would be a benefit to them, but it seems like it's actually a detriment. We saw it in the playing game against Golden State, yep. and we saw it today against the Suns, where they can't they they, ha- they can't really play Anthony Davis with Andre Drummond or with. No, they're gonna need to be able to mix or it with up. Harrell or with yeah Gasol. Like they just they just there's not enough spacing for them.
1: They're not they're not fast enough. Mm-hmm. They're facing these teams that have way more speed and way more young talent, yeah. so they they it just it's just an adjustment.
0: In reality. I mean, I know they haven't played a lot together, so, like, it might happen, but, like, this is not the time to be kind of experimenting with this, you know? No, but, yeah, they're going to need to make adjustments based on what talent they're facing. For sure. I mean, it just seems like they're in the two games in the playoffs for them so far, which is the plan in this first game. When Anthony Davis played the five, that was the, when their offense ran the, the most smooth.
1: Yeah. Agreed. The, the Drummond's such a good asset to have, especially when you go against smaller lineups. Mm-hmm that if he can just dominate down low, you have no guy to compete against him type of deal. Right. His size and his strength. If were Davis is, I think Aiton can probably consistently outplay him. He's got the same size as he does. He's got athleticism. Mm-hmm. And uh, in terms of injury to strength prone, Aiton's probably got the advantage. Andy Davis. Maybe. Yeah. Kind of a big baby. We kind of figured to see this. He gets bumped, bumped and bruised and on the ground and kind of gets winced and just kind of just right. Sick. Kind of babies the body a little bit, and we haven't seen that from. So maybe Ayan bangs with him down low, and he Ayton, just wears him down. Ayan's a little bit more of an old school center, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so I, that's that's my concern between the two teams, like in terms of like, like an X factor, mm-hmm. is if Aiton just bangs Davis down low, makes it really difficult for him, and he's got the size and some athleticism. Even if Davis stretches out to the three or stretches out and kind of gets to the 14, 15 footers, Aiton could win those battles consistently through those games.
0: For sure, um, and it's certainly one of those things that he could. I don't think he's going to because I'm pretty sure that today, Anthony Davis came out, came out and goes, goes for us to win a, a game in the series. I have to play better, period. Yeah. He he took he took the blame on like he said, no, this is on me. And so I think, and we have to remember, Anthony Davis is a very good defender.
1: Yes, and yes. he
0: could be he could like just last season he was in the running for defense player of the year, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, I think going forward, I think he's going to make it his personal mission. To shut down, just destroy Aiden, him, Aiden.
1: Yeah, and I, I he should though. The thing Davis should win the battle. Yeah, he is the more talented, the more experienced player. Um, and but in terms of like X
0: factor, that's going to be the difference. Oh, for to, sure. You know, back and forth player to player. Sure. And the other thing, thing too, I don't think this game specifically is only on Anthony Davis. I'm, it's, I'm glad that he kind of like like you know put that on his shoulders for the, for right. the team because he clearly underplayed. Um, but LeBron James needs to be more aggressive on the offensive end. He only had 18 points a day. He was he had 10 assists. He was very much trying to be the playmaker, get people open. I think in this series, uh, he needs to be like, no, this is I'm gonna win this game. He needs to put his head down, yeah. and get to the hoop. And I'm like, my I'm
1: scared that his ankle literally, like you're saying, is really never gonna be 100. percent mm. And I, there's probably some hesitation. I mean, he's played 18 years in the league. This is his first real major injury. Now he's in playoffs. He's older. This might be the first time his confidence in his body is a little bit diminished. He doesn't want to put his head down and go into the block with DeAndre Ayton right there, who's seven feet tall with a wingspan as a uh, some ridiculous <laughs> ridiculous number. Like I don't right. know, but we, he's a ginormous human being.
0: That that very well could be. And I, you know, I had that that thought too that maybe he's not confident in yeah. in the ankle. Um, but even if that's the case, like he's turned himself into a good jump shooter now. Like fucking, if, if you don't want, I sure he needs to get in the hole. But, like, then, you know, I just want to be more aggressive in general. Yeah. You know? That's,
1: yeah, he that's played fun. passive. For sure, he needs to be, for sure, more aggressive. Right. But I I kind of seriously question if his confidence in that ankle. Could be. And I think he's got to
0: some kind of mental warfare on himself right now. Could be. And, then, and it's only going to be harder in, in the playoffs because, I mean, they play a, We've talked about it before. The, the season this year and the schedule is, like, rough because there's a lot more back-to-backs. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of, like, three games or four days kind of situation. Um, But the playoffs are a different monster because you're playing every other day. Yeah. There's no break. Especially
1: unless you get a 4-0 series. That's the only break. series win, yeah. It's your only break in playoff time. Um, So, it's going to be really interesting. What are your
0: thoughts on who takes this series? So, I still have the Lakers taking it. Okay. Um, They have way too much experience on this team. I mean, the combination of LeBron and AD, it's... Still, the probably the best one-two punch in the league, right? Right. And obviously, the Lakers are still trying to figure things out of them coming back from their injuries and trying to you know work that through. We they clearly have not figured out how to play them with Andre Drummond. Yeah. Um. But I just the experience is too much there, and let's be honest, the Phoenix is still a very young team. They brought in Chris Paul and um and Jay Crowder this year, who both have extensive playoff experience. Yeah. But Devin Booker's never been plus four. DeAndre Evans never been plus four. Mikael Bridges, like yeah. the list goes on and on of guys who have never played a minute in the playoffs until today. True,
1: good point. The one thing we have not mentioned is CP3, with that shoulder contusion.
0: Obviously, mm-hmm. he came back in the game. He's very experienced, very tough guy. But he expected. wasn't the same. He he lost the ball without like yeah. with, like unforced errors like five or six times. Yeah, he, that like his dribbling ability was extremely diminished. Mm-hmm. He he stopped shooting altogether practically. Yeah, and when he did, a couple of his looked really awkward yeah. the way he was shooting it.
1: So, I don't expect him to miss a, a series, like a game. No, he'll, he'll tough it out.
0: But that's a serious down. And if you look, so they called it a shoulder contusion, but you see the way the issues he's having with the ball Almost and the like way it happened. I think he pinched a nerve. Oh, yeah, okay. So, because if you see the play, he's coming down, and uh, Tyler Johnson comes and just like kind of catches him this way his goes like this, but then he grabs that shoulder. this The shoulder where his head went. would right. normally be the opposite shoulder if it was an actual like muscle injury. And when he was on the ground, he was actually doing this and kind of grabbing down his arm. So I think he hit a nerve. And that's the issue that – and so, like, that's why he's not – he can't feel the dribble, I think.
1: That could that could be – the only good thing about that, though, is nerves are easily repaired. It's not like a, he's – not like he permanently – They're also easy them. to
0: flare back up, though.
1: They are, but a lot of them come just pinched nerves. A lot of it is just massage therapy and mm. muscle relaxation and stuff like that. So, you, you – and, you know, take care of himself for the next – maybe he misses game two. You spend three days to get, just getting work done, getting it relaxed, getting it back to normal – and nothing's
0: – it could all come back. It could be, off. but they, he could get hit one more time and, like, it, like that's it the, could. the same thing. But, if, I mean, so. that's probably the best scenario is actually it being a nerve versus actually actual, like bone or – It's But, yeah, just – that, that was my inter- – like, they called it a shoulder contusion, but, like, they're not getting – you know, that from my just watching the game was like, that looks more like a nerve issue. Yeah. The, specifically the, the aftermath of him not being able to actually dribble the ball and him just, like, losing it out of his hand. Like, it would just be, like, gone. Like, Chris Paul doesn't do that. No. Chris, ball, Chris ball got handles.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. We'll see how that goes. I'm very curious to
0: see how he recovers from that. Obviously, I don't expect him yeah. to miss a game, being I mean how tough yeah. he is. Um, he did try to give LeBron the same injury late in the game. <laughs> that, like, like super aggressive block where he, like, yanked down LeBron's arm. Like, yeah. LeBron was not happy about that. He was on the ground, like, for a minute. Was he? Yeah. Well, then, the, the, when that happened, then there was a whole other skirmish between... Uh, I have, can't remember the kid that got kicked out, Cam something. Uh, he got he got a double tactical on this play. He got it into it with Crusoe and pushes him, got a T for that. Then Crusoe pushes him back. Then Cam throws the ball at him. And then double t- and they they, and they you know kick him out because of it. But while that's happening, uh, Harold's on the opposite of the court and he like runs in to try to like like hey break it up and he literally runs into the kid. And like, knocks him over on, by accident. He literally, like, held him in the air. Because, like, holding him, like, oh, shit, like, I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to, like, <laughs> like knock you it's over. Like he just came, ran But he came in, like, a fucking freight train. <laughs> He's a big dude, though. Yeah. He could not stop him. It was pretty funny. Um,
1: but back to series, I do have Lakers taking in seven. Okay. Um, and it's really just because of LeBron. Like, I, there's got to be a game where he just, it, probably in game seven, he puts his head down and he just bulldozes everybody. Is, is I'm I'm not gonna lose this game right. type of thing. You know, we've seen him do it in the past, and yeah. he and he can single handedly win the game for the Lakers. Oh, for too. sure. So I, there's no one that can stop
0: him on the Suns. I really? mean, your closest guy is Jay Crowder, but he, even then, he's a little older. Um, honestly, Mikael Bridges, could, I think at this point, too, could too. Um, he's a very he's a very good young defender. Um, he's just not. He doesn't have the strength. Yeah, he's he pretty, really. And
1: yeah. He doesn't have the speed either. LeBron's still got a good first step. Yeah. Even being 38 and like 18 years in the league, he's got a, a powerful first step regardless. Right. So I, LeBron gets it done, and you know as 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 he should. I agree. Yeah.
0: I got the I got the Lakers
1: in seven. So on to the first round of the East. Yep. Up to the top of the bracket, Philadelphia versus Washington Wizards.
0: Yeah. Um. I mean, this one's gonna kind of go. I think the way we expect it to. Um, yeah. I mean. No one wants to really play the Wizards because, you know, Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook are, are very good. Yeah, and they, they could and they could pull out a game, which I think they will. But Philadelphia is just a far superior team. And it's not even close. No, it's not even close. So, um,
1: they're not on the same level by any means. I mean, multitude of reasons for it. But, yeah. Yeah. I so mean, I, all you need to do is either Westbrook does Westbrook playoffs and he kind of just loses his mind. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he becomes the very opposite of a triple-double king.
0: Right. And he, he does like,
1: he does too much. Does too much, 10 turnovers, shoots like crap in the field, puts up shots, bogs, ruins team chemistry. We've seen him destroy games in playoffs before. Yeah. And that's all it takes is that or really just slowing him down enough where they put up 50 combined instead of 80 combined. <laughs> right. And that's all. I mean, there's little things you can
0: do that tip the hat straight to Philadelphia. For sure. Um yeah, I mean, so I think Washington could win a game, but I don't have them win a game. I got this for being a sweep. I got a sweep, too. Okay. Yeah. They could easily win a game, I just don't see it happening. Yeah.
1: It just... They would have to go... Philly's just Philly's just too good, honestly. They're just good all around. Westbrook and uh, Bradley Beal have to put a 75 together for right. them to pull that game off. And Joel Embiid is going to have to be have one of his
0: shit games of the season mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, I mean, and on top of that, I mean, like Tobias Harris has played so well mm-hmm. all year long, and because and they and they quit asking uh, Ben Simmons to be a scorer,
1: yeah,
0: because they're like, you no, know, Toby can go out there and like get a bucket wherever he wants, right? And so now the offense runs through him and Embiid, and then Ben Simmons is your is your guy. He's just you being your traditional point guard who can't shoot, but he can defend and he can pass and he can rebound. Yeah, so that's what he's doing. Uh, and it works though. Because oh yeah, it's working great. Chemistry works. Yeah. So Joel Embiid was plus twenty today. By the way, it
1: doesn't surprise me. I feel like any any big man that is legitimate, solid, skilled is always should always be really high in the plus minus category. Right. I mean, from rebounds to blocks to steals, the shooting field goal percentage is always high. Um, the only downfall is the free throw percentage always. And actually, he's a good free throw shooter. He's might be the only good big
0: man free throw shooter for his side. I mean, I mean obviously, uh, Anthony Davis is, t- is also. He shoots 74% from the field this year. Or from free throw line he shoots. Yeah, better. that's not bad, though. It's not 60% like fucking DeAndre Giannis.
1: Aiden. DeAndre Ains shoots better than that. He shot yes. almost 80. Yes, yeah, see. So, I mean, big guys are getting better at shooting. They are getting better. you he... for Giannis. We'll get to that. We'll get there. <laughs> All right, next sweep. Philly goes on 4-0 four, four both, both yep. sides here. Yep. New York Knicks versus Atlanta Hawks. What a game this was! Trey
0: Young said, "Shut the fuck up!" Oh my God. I know, dude. He I got, love those. The post game, everything was just yeah. nasty. It was a great game. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I was surprised the Hawks pulled this one out. It looked like the Knicks were going to do it, and then all of a sudden, Trey Young's open for a little floater mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Like he just like, kept going. I was like, "Oh, here we go!" Yeah, like
1: it was right there, yeah, it was right there.
0: Um, very fun game, and the Garden was popping. Holy shit! The crowd was live, yeah. man. It was the so were, live.
1: The Knicks are a staple, and like playoff basketball in
0: Madison Square Garden is is one of those levels. There's just yeah. There's nothing like it. It was great, man. Spike Lee was on the side, like, oh, yeah. and he he was jumping around, stomping, like he was he was all into it. And they, they had there was all kinds of stuff. Tracy Morgan was there, John Stewart. Was there were so many stars. There was more oh, stars yeah. than there were the Lakers game. Yeah.
1: It doesn't surprise me. It
0: really doesn't surprise me it at was, all. But this is a, this is gonna be a really good series, honestly. Yeah. Like it's gonna be really good because the Knicks are so they're your classic Tom Thibodeau team. The same teams he had with Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's what the Knicks are. They work their asses off. Yeah. They're always gonna give you a hundred and ten percent, no matter what, and they're gonna play mean. Yeah. Plus, Derrick Rose is having a career renaissance going back under
1: Thibs. Oh, definitely. It it just it works for his his skill set. It works for his skill set. Super interesting series. I think it goes seven. I'm not gonna say who wins it quite yet, but I definitely think it's going to go seven. I have it going six. Okay.
0: Got it going six, and I'll give you my pick. I'm taking the Hawks. Okay. Um, I think overall talent will win out in this. As hard as the Knicks play, (laughs) Atlanta has so much talent on this team. They're still very young, and you know, they're not. And and they start off the year. They would have ended with. Probably higher than number four if they start off with Nate McMillan as their coach all year instead of going to half this right. year because they went like 27 and 11 after he took over when they were under like well under 500 before. So, like, he, they want a massive turnaround when he when they appointed him the head coach, right?
1: Mate, yeah, honestly, uh, I have I have a Hawks taking in seven, okay? Um, and my argument for it, if you know, if I'm arguing against anybody, which I'm not against you, but. A lot of people can take the Knicks because they play great and they play hard and they're a less, less solid team. It's not like they squeaked in they're the, the fourth seed in the East, which we haven't seen since back in the Melo Prime days of New York <laughs> Knicks. Right. That was the last time that they made the buses was, was with Melo 10 years ago. It's insane. I mean, it's good to see for basketball as a whole. Um, it, my argument for it is the same thing for the Denver, Denver-Portland Denver series. Trey Young versus the star for the Hawks and Julius Randle star for the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Trey Young is more important. He has the ball in his hands more. He has more control over the whole offensive scheme, the offensive rebound, like, uh, not offensive rebound, excuse me, but just the, the whole setup. Point guard versus you know power forward. Right. When it comes down to, you know, like crunch time, he's got more control. Plus, to do what he needs.
0: I mean, the Hawks have so many shooters. You have Trey Young, you have Bugdanovich, yeah. you have Gallinara, you have uh, Hunter. Yeah. You have, or uh, Hunter's not a great shooter, but uh, not Hunter, it was Huter shooter can off. Even John Collins can step out out here. He went two for four today. Yeah. you know they have so many shooters. Yeah, and the other reason, the other thing, like as good as hard as the Knicks play, too much of their offense is Julius Randle taking it around the block and settling for these fadeaway jump shots and these really hard hard shots to make. And he makes surprisingly he makes a lot of them. Uh, it's crazy to, to watch, but like the, you don't you're not gonna win basketball doing that.
1: No, you're not. Not playoff basketball, and not consistently. Right. So, yeah, I agree. Atlanta has got too much talent, especially on the outside. That The shooting mirage that they can put up, there's, there's no way the Knicks can keep up with that. Yeah. They don't have the talent outside. I agree. So, next series here, Milwaukee Bucks and the
0: Miami Heat. This is going to be the best series of the entire playoffs. Oh, Jesus, all right. This, series, this was a great series last year. Yeah. Um, it went seven then. I mean, this first game – this was the first game of the playoffs, by the way. It was, like, the first game it of was, league. yeah. And what an introduction to playoffs. Because, like, it was it was hard fought. It was super physical. Like, immediately, like, oh, this is not, like, play around time anymore. This is real.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, two good teams on Miami Heat. One of those Tom Thibodeau type of teams. Hard playing. Hard nose. Mm-hmm. 110% every day. Jimmy Butler, the, the vocal. The hard ass. Like, they it just... They, he's, he's everything. He's, he's everything to that team, 100%. Do you really think it goes past, like, six? Because, I mean, yeah. you know, even with Miami being so great, it's hard for me to look at them and be
0: like, yeah, you can keep up with the talent that Milwaukee has. Yeah, I actually, I, I do. Because uh, Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo both played, like, dog shit in this game, and they lost by two. Jimmy Butler went four for 22 from the field. Their only reason he had a decent amount of points because he went seven for ten from the free throw line, um, so like, and then Bam I went four for fifteen from the field. They they combined for twenty six points. Those are your two best players. Wow. And they really? lost by two. So yeah, I think they could. Uh, the issue is that Duncan Robinson's not gonna go for twenty four every game, um, and Tyler Hero, who didn't play much in this game, uh, but he can be super streaky. You know. Right. This is one of the things. Now, I don't think the Heat – I think it's going seven, but I got Milwaukee winning it. Okay. So, but I think the Heat's going to push them. And just because, like – and honestly, even if they – maybe it doesn't go maybe, – maybe they fucking lose, like, 4-1. But I swear to God, every game's going to be, like, the first one where, like – Nearby or to the end. Exactly. Yeah. Overtime, last-second shots. You're never going to see a team – I don't think you're going to see a single game be decided by more than, like, seven points.
1: Uh, yeah, you're probably you're, – I think you're dead on with that, too. There's Miami's just too hard nosed of team, and Milwaukee's scoring style is not one that you normally blow out teams with. Yeah. They don't have the type of – like the Warriors type of scoring style where they can just put them 20 points and five minutes from three-point land. Right. They're not that type of offense. Um, I have Milwaukee in six. Okay. Um, even with Jimmy Butler coming back and, you know, playing better, um, Milwaukee did play like trash as well. I mean, Chris Middleton really kind of saved Giannis. Oh yeah, and how to and Giannis, I don't I do not enjoy his style of basketball, especially when it comes to playoffs because he just he's not you, he only
0: do is play a pack line defense and he can't get to the hole exactly. anymore and, like,
1: and that's what and that's what we'll see. Mm-hmm. The issue with Miami is they don't have enough to do that,
0: where Milwaukee has enough talent around Giannis mm-hmm. to get sweep past them. Yeah, it's one of those things. Um, I and mean, we talked about at, right after this game because we are you know kind of caught the end of it together. I don't understand how Giannis has been linked this long and has not developed a slight of improvement in his yeah. jump shot. It doesn't make any sense. Like, everybody knows, including him, knows it's basically his only weakness. Yeah. So why are you not, like, doing... I'm I, like i I'm not saying oh, he's, he's working the offseason, but, like, I don't want to see a video of him doing anything but shooting.
1: Yeah. He needs to be Kobe Bryant and the building at four a.m. in the offseason, putting up one thousand shots a day. Right. Like even even right now, like if you go if you're talking he actually from pure jump shots in the game, he probably shot 15, 20%. I mean if you have to dig deep to kind of find the difference of shooting right. versus in the paint. Right. But if I'm guessing he's probably it's probably in fifteen, twenty percent on average for this for good. his career. Which is ridiculous. I mean it's embarrassing to say. Even right now in playoffs during your warm-ups I don't give a shit if he sits there and does nothing but 15-footers. <laughs> Put up a 100 of I Don't do not do the layup line. Don't do nothing. Don't do no dribble practice. I don't give a shit. Fifth, I want 115-footers on left and right side of the block before every game. And maybe you make another two a game than you had been, and guess what? Your team wins
0: by 10 now. Right, but not only do you get that, you also don't shoot 45% from the free throw line like you did in this game. Yeah. You went 6 for 13 from, from the line. He's the worst. He he shoots. He shot for the season sixty nine percent. He's the worst playoff uh, and, shooting free throw shooter. Yeah, and on top of that, he actually got to the line, got to the foul line more than anybody else in the NBA this season. If you get there that often, you have to fucking butt, put them in the in the hole. You just have to. So the f-
1: the funny thing is, like, you get there more than anybody. It means you shot more free throws than anybody. You're, you're still the worst at it,
0: right? Like you have more practice than anybody, like in in game. Like why yeah. is it not getting better?
1: Like, Same thing. Go to the da- get your ass at four a.m. at the arena. You be put put up a hundred free throws. Right. Like what happened to the to like high school basketball? Like you can't you couldn't leave the court until you made twenty five straight. Right. Like that's what I had to do when I played in high school basketball. <laughs> you didn't leave until you made twenty five straight, and you might be there for three hours.
0: and mm. Everybody else is gone. The coach was standing there waiting for your dumb ass. You better make them. <laughs> Like right. come on, dude. I mean he need, I mean honestly, honestly, even if you just upset like you know, somewhere between like five and ten percent, yeah, you're talking about probably you know, a minimum from the foul line plus better jump shooting, you're probably gonna add, you know, eight to ten points per game.
1: Yeah. And by increasing a maximum of ten percent combined percentages. Right. It's ridiculous. So it makes no sense. Whoever he if he doesn't have an offseason coach or a trainer, or somebody. Somebody better start whooping that dude's ass in the off season for jump for jump shots. Yeah. But either way, you have it going, in... Uh, I got going seven. You got it going seven from Milwaukee. I got it going six from Milwaukee. Okay. So down to our last one in the East side of the first round: Brooklyn Nets versus the Boston Celtics. Yeah. So we, because
0: I know you're not picking upset here, <laughs> <laughs> so we've picked the entire first round almost identical, except for a little bit of difference in like how yeah, long it'll yeah. yeah.
1: Which is, I mean. The only other, the only series that most people toss up is probably the Phoenix LA game series,
0: right? Well, I mean, we we both have Portland the underdog beating Denver, so right. That. But
1: Denver's handicapped with yeah. just Jokic, so that most people could probably see that, especially when we go say it's not like we're saying Portland sweeps four one or something, right? We have it going seven. It's going to be a competitive series. I think for the most part, the first round, the majority bias is kind of all kind of thinking the same here. I, I think for the majority of NBA yeah, fans, I agree.
0: So, for Brooklyn, Boston, what are you thinking here? Oh, I got the Nets winning. Um, I have them winning in five. 4 1? Yeah, 4 yeah. 1. It's just as good as Jason Tatum is, the second they lost Jalen Brown, mm. they, like, their playoff chances were essentially over. Uh, they, I mean, this is going to be even with Jalen Brown, they probably don't win this series. No. Um, it gets more
1: competitive, but they don't win it.
0: Yeah, there's just too many people they can throw at Jason Tatum to guard him. Kevin Drake yeah. could be on him, which they don't need to put him on him very often. Blake Griffin can be on for, for everyone involved. Uh, Jeff Green, Nick, uh, not Claxton, uh, but Brown could be on. Like, they have many guys just throw at him.
1: Yeah. Well, I, we were watching that game, me and Tyler, and I even tweeted out. I was like, it, this is a horrible series for Tatum. Like, not only does he have five or six legitimate defenders that are good size to him, can guard him at any point, but he gets the assignment either guarding Katie or James Harden on the, end of the ball. Yeah. Like, he is going to get killed on both sides
0: for 60 minutes for every game. This series goes. He's the only consistent form of offense for this team. Yeah, and so it's just one of those. It's like how you can't do it. Or do it all. Plus, on the other side, they're like, they're basically going to ask him to, you know, guard Kevin Durant or yeah. or, or probably not Blake Griffin because Blake Griffin could probably, actually probably body him a, yeah. too much. Or but like, probably James Harden even. Yeah, but you're he's gonna be guarding a star. You know, more a lot a of top times, five guy in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, like a lot. A lot of times it's gonna be be Kevin Durant who like yeah. It, like that's it's too much, too much, too much to ask. That's a lot. It's a
1: lot. I so I have I have Brooklyn four one. I think Boston probably sneaks one out at home. TV yeah. Garden. That's that's how I felt too. Something happens. Something happens. They might squeak it out. They might get a ten point win. Who knows? Brooklyn. They'll
0: probably win because Marcus Mart will like. Have one of his games where It's, like seven threes, and they'll win that. Yeah. It will, they'll win because that because of that. Because yeah, his his unicorn comes out. Yeah. Every once in a while, man, he goes off. Every once in a while.
1: Yeah, that game made me so mad watching it. I was every time he touched the ball, I was like, "Get rid of the ball! Do not touch the ball!" Marcus Smart. <laughs> he put up a it couple. So bad.
0: He put up a couple shots that you're like, like you didn't even come close to the rim. Yeah. Like what happened? It was yeah, just him
1: offensively is one of those situations like what happened? Like you never worked on offense. Apparently, you worked
0: only on defense and only on hustle and only on stamina. Like <laughs> right, which I mean, and that's usually mostly what they need him for. But like yeah. He definitely, I mean, he could be the quintessential 3 and D e guy if he was just a little bit better at shooting three. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, so, that is first round completed. That is first round completed. Yeah. Let's move on to the second round. On Go back to the west side of the bracket here. Yep. So, this is going to be pretty easy because we have the same teams right now. Yeah. Uh, doing this. Let me uh, close that. I don't need that no more. Let me get my bracket out. <sighs> so, we got Utah Jazz versus the Los, Los Angeles
1: Clippers.
0: Yeah. Um, this game is going to be very, or this series is going to be really interesting based. It's all dependent on how, like, Donovan's going back, but also how, like, well he looks. Like, mm-hmm. he missed the last 16 games of the season. Like, he's going to probably come back a little rusty. Yeah. Um, so who knows? It's like how quickly it's going to take for him to come back into full form.
1: Right. I don't know. This, this one was the hardest of this series for me to decide, honestly. Okay. Especially in the second round, at least. I should say, I've, like I went back and forth with my answers a couple different times with what I was choosing. My issue is, Clippers do Clipper bullshit in the playoffs. Yep, and that's my issue. And Utah, when they even when they play like crap, they're more consistent generally, yeah. and they have been for the, the the whole series. And for me, when I look at the I I I'll say I choose I'm taking the Jazz. I okay. think I think go seven. I have Jazz four three. And my, when I was looking at it, I, when I was looking at the roster, it really is Rudy Gobert is going to clog up that lane. The Clippers, big man, they don't have a true big, big guy. And, and Zubok yeah, Zubak does not compare to Rudy Gobert on well, talent level. Shit, man, no one compares to Rudy Gobert. <laughs> Agreed. But besides Zubok, there's no one even close to his size. Right. So he's going to clog that and you, lane up. And, he's and you gonna... don't have,
0: like, the Montrezl Herald from, like, last year who would, like, Just body him, yeah. Yeah,
1: Just try to smash him. Uh, He's gonna clog the lane up. He's so big. His blocks per game are insane. Yeah, he's gonna make it tough. And there's gonna be a game where the Clippers do this bullshit, and they they blow a game. They probably shouldn't have. They might be up twelve and they lose the game. Type of you know some ridiculous thing that they're they're But for me, Rudy Gobert is gonna be the, the difference maker immensely in
0: that series. Okay, I got the Clippers. Okay. <laughs> um, mo- Only because, similar to, to Denver last year, until they finally showed me that they, they could win a series, I just didn't believe them. I don't believe in Utah. Okay. I, until they show me that they can, you know, get Ooh. to a conference finals at least. Right. Um, Then I don't believe in this team. And, you know, working Don Mitchell back in. And I actually had the Clippers winning in six. Clippers in six? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just don't – you just think the Jazz are going to kind of just fall apart then? Yeah. I, it just – I, that's all I've seen in the playoffs the last three years. Okay, fair enough. That, that's all I've seen. So until they prove me otherwise, I'm, I'm going to continue to doubt them. That's you know that's fair. Golf of history, right? Yeah, I mean it's just one of those things. Like we see in the NBA, we've seen for decades in the NBA, mm-hmm. there's like a, this this young up and coming team, but they get just beat up by somebody like year in a year out. Yeah, they keep getting wrecked, right? And then they finally break through. But I, I'm not going to like try to guess when that's going to happen. I'm going to say no, it's not this year <laughs> until you show it to me you right. I'm going to go with the, the history.
1: Yeah. Okay. Totally fair. Totally fair. So, let's move on to the other West um, semis here then. Portland and LA Lakers. Yep. Because we both have it that way. We do.
0: Luckily. We do. So, let's see if we're, we're, we're even here. Um, I still have the Lakers. I okay. have too much faith in the Lakers still. Yeah. Um, I have too much faith in LeBron James to, you know, yeah. bring this team together and figure out what, whatever it's going to take to, you know, pull out series wins. He's going to figure it out.
1: Yeah. And my, th- I did the same – I have Lakers winning as well. I have them in six, four, two. Oh, see, I have this one in seven. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. It's just, this is going to happen. And when I was looking at it, looking at it too, it's like the, there's not a legitimate good matchup for Portland to put LeBron – to put against LeBron. Yeah. There's not a legitimate good defender with the good size and the good speed to really slow him down fully.
0: Yeah. I mean, they do have Covington. That's not the one guy that they could throw. He's not even that close, really. Well, no, I mean, we're talking about LeBron James. like yeah. how many guys are gonna be able to, like up LeBron like great. true. And so just, like Jimmy Butler's like the one of the few guys that has shown yeah. like effectiveness against him for a full series.
1: True, true. My other point is similar to Ruby Brown, Utah, Portland is very small. Mm. like very, very small. They basically they, play four guards. They basically play four guards and even the big man, they're all they're not true centers they're all power forwards. And they're all, you know, Anthony Davis is a power forward, but right. he's bigger than the power forwards of the that
0: Portland. Right. Has. Well, I mean, Nurkic is a, is a true seven footer, but like he's not, he's not kind of the skillist to no. stay in front of AD. That, or you put Andre Drummond on him, and you let Andre Drummond just beat the hell out of him, right? And
1: or even that, and then you have Montez Harold beat the crap out of Marcus Saul who's very finesse and smart, can out outplay right. him. So I, those two things you can't stop LeBron and big
0: big men down low are ten times Portland's so. right. The depth, I mean. That's the Lakers. What should be their biggest asset is how much, their size. Yeah, I think that. I haven't play, seen it yet, though.
1: No, I think the Phoenix series is not the series that that plays advantages. Portland, I think that that's the advantage, right. over them. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so then we're gonna go back to the east side here. But just to confirm here, you have the Clippers
0: and versus the Lakers. the Lakers. I got, I got an the, all LA conference. No, La, what we what we expected last year, right? Until you know Denver came along and screwed that up. True to that. All right, so let's go to these then
1: on the yep. semis here. We got Philadelphia versus Atlanta Hawks. Both agreed upon that.
0: Yes. This one I feel like should be easy. <laughs> I got a sweep, man. You got to sweep? I okay. got a sweep. I got... <laughs> I, I mean, I know I just said all those good stuff about Atlanta, like how they have such good shooters and stuff, yeah. but like Philadelphia, like they're not on that. They're still they're still another team that's, that's they're new to this. Yeah. Right? Very young. Philly's been there, done that a little yeah. bit now, and they have a coach this year now that's really been there, done that. In Doc true. Rivers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I have a 4 1. I think Atlanta can put up
1: a, a good enough shooting, ridiculous night to pull out a victory. Could be. But then again, Joel and Breed's going to dominate down low. Yeah. Ben right, is probably going to shut down Trey.
0: It could be a pretty fun series. I mean, you have Clint Capella. They'll, they'll bang a lot down, down there. That, that should be pretty fun, actually. True. Embiid, though,
1: talent wise, oh, they'll yeah. bang for rebounds, but a talent, Embiid's. So high on offensive skills. Oh, yeah.
0: I mean, he's Capella. he's he's a lot, he's very dominant on the block, like Shaq was, mm-hmm. but his game goes out. He is, a, he is more range than Shaq did, yeah. And he and he plays that way. He play he plays out to three point line. Oh, absolutely. And he so, shoots decently from the three yeah. actually, too. Yeah, so he's something like the mid 30s. Or maybe low, maybe like 35 percent. That's fine.
1: There's a lot of teams in the playoffs here are averaging somewhere between like thirty seven and forty percent from the three point mm-hmm. percentage. So if he by himself can shoot thirty to thirty three, totally happy. Especially for
0: a guy who's seven two. Yeah. Awesome. Or seven, whatever the all he is. Yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah, I think Philly definitely runs. I have a four. I have a four one. Like I yeah. said, I think Atlanta can do enough to go out, to pull a game off. But yeah, Philly's just so above talented. Yeah. On this team, it's ridiculous for sure. So, okay, then let's go down to Milwaukee versus Brooklyn Nets. Also agreed upon there.
0: Yes, we are. This series is really interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Um, It's hard to, like, see where it's going to go. I mean, Milwaukee has somebody who can actually have a couple guys defensively that could shut down the the Stars for Brooklyn, right? Giannis could shut down KD. Giannis has the speed and the length and the strength to to shut down KD. And Drew Holiday can absolutely stick Kyrie Kyrie or Harden for that matter,
1: like whoever they put him on, he could do that.
0: Um, Like and it's just like and they play like tough, hard-nosed defense, like in-your-face defense, right? Which and it can be a little aggressive at times, so they could get beat doing that. But I just think they have talent to slow down this team. Okay, are you picking Milwaukee? No. (laughs) <laughs> what is this guy he's making cases for the complete opposite team
1: and then he's like I'm not choosing them anyways he's not, like defending maybe, no. them I, I was thinking, I think
0: it could be a really good series I think it's gonna be a great series I have it going seven okay. but I have, it, I have it for the Nets. yeah so do I, okay. I I'm picking the Nets. I'm not I'm not picking Milwaukee you just giving me like a two minute rant on the Milwaukee Bucks I just want to I want to let the people know this is a series to watch this is a very this is gonna
1: be a very this, strong series to watch it's gonna be a great series I do agree on that um, yeah, no, I think Milwaukee does have a lot of size and a lot of strength to make it hard for mm-hmm. Brooklyn's big three. The thing is Brooklyn has the guys to shut down Giannis. Yeah. And outside of that, Chris Middleton, I mean, you put James Harden on Chris Middleton or even KD on Middleton, K- Chris is not going to do much.
0: Well, James Harden is not exactly a great
1: defender. No, like. but you put KD on him, KD is so much taller than him. Chris Middleton is not going to ever get a closer clean shot. Right. And then I mean, down low, if you want to shut down Giannis, Blake Griffin's down there. You have you still have Jonathan Jordan down there. You have a couple of big guys like Nick Claxton. You have some like big heavy hitters that can body him. Right. And you know, Giannis is a big dude. He's a freak. Obviously, we call him literally the Greek freak. But in terms of like physical strength, if Andre Jordan goes up there and just smashes him, <laughs> th- that's not good for Giannis. Yeah.
0: Not the same level of physicality there. Right. So yeah, I, I got Brooklyn win too. I actually haven't won in six games. <laughs> This makes no sense at all Man It's like a Tarantino movie (laughs) Or no uh, Wrong person M. Night Shyamalan movie The twist The twist Oh shit man But yeah I got Brooklyn winning um, So we got Them beating Philadelphia In the the East Carers Finals yeah, so, so so we're agreed on the east, on the East then.
1: We are perfectly agreed on the East. Yeah, we got Brooklyn versus Philly and the Eastern Conference. L the West side a little different here. Yeah, uh, I have an all L A. You got Utah versus L A. Okay, Utah L A. Okay, so let's start with the West. I'll, head, I'll let you go first on your
0: kind of your setup here. Yeah, um, Battle of L A. The Battle of L A. Well, <laughs> I don't. Th- this series is one that no, it's, it's gonna be. A, it should be a really good series. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot of talent on both sides sides of this. When I spoke, how I think Rajon Rondo is the perfect get for the Clippers, um, to to you know be that leader for them. Right. But no no one's in, in the league is a better leader than, than LeBron James. So I'm taking the Lakers. Okay. Take it taking it in seven. Take it in seven. And it's not really gonna be a home court advantage because they're playing the same building. Yeah, it made no difference. But, hey, that will be very nice for both teams. They don't have to travel anywhere the entire series.
1: Yeah, they literally will just stay at home. Yeah, stay at home. That's, that's, the players will love that. Yes, they will. Players yeah. will absolutely love that. Yeah, sorry,
0: the Lakers in seven. Lakers in seven.
1: What would you say, like, as more of an explanation, because we're different here, um, what, like, an X factor, what, what, is it, outside of, Le- obviously, LeBron, like, he's the... Right. Is there a, a guy that... Is he gonna fail the Clippers to make LA win, or is
0: it LA is he gonna be AD as being the second best man? Oh, that's like, easy. Paul George is gonna fail because he's okay. Playoff P. <laughs> <laughs> playoff P is gonna come and not show up again because um, that's what he does. Uh, but no, honestly, the biggest I the, the X factor in that series becomes Alex Caruso. Oh, okay. He's very he's just so dependable on the defensive side, but then like can also like get his bucket on the you get a bucket on the upside when he right. needs to. And he'd be a little streaky that way, um, but it's going to be him on to kind of do it on both sides. And then also Contavious Caldwell-Pope. KCP. Yeah, yeah they, they want him to be – they want him shooting. He's a 40% three-point shooter, a great but shooter. he doesn't shoot that many. And, like, they're trying to vogel Volga's been like, dude, would you stay around the three-point lines? No, like, can just, damn he, ball? just fire him off, dude. I don't care. Yeah, because he's a very good shooter. So, like, I, I think those, it's, those are going to be the, the couple more unheralded guys that would will pull us out for them.
1: Okay. I like it. Totally fine with the Clipper's are gonna get clipped. <laughs> really cringy, but I can't yeah. it, it came to the head. Laker Clippers are gonna do the, the the playoff bullshit, like yeah. I was saying earlier. So for me, I have Utah versus LA Lakers in my matchup. And this is where the Utah Jazz that we know fall off. Like okay. you said, you don't trust them. This is where they go up against a guy with so much experience, so much talent and leadership that they the the matchup doesn't just equal out there. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, and a lot of it too is now. You, this is again where the big man of LA, they have four guys that can throw out Rudy Gobert. Yeah. They only have Rudy Gobert for the Utah to go back at him. So yeah. that's where the big man take over there. And then in terms of like guard to guard comparisons, there's not really anybody that can help. Like Dennis Schroeder is a legitimate defensive guard. Him on mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell is going to be tough for. Mitchell. And you could throw Caruso on him, and actually KCP is a good defender in his own yeah. right too. And then for LeBron, they, they don't have a, 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 a same thing. Poor, they don't have a
0: guy with the size, the strength, and the speed right to, to slow him down. The only one I can kind of think of that Utah has that will probably have the best chance is probably Royce O'Neal. Yeah, and he's uh, he's slow. He's a big guy. He's right. slower though. So for me, I have LA
1: and six four two. Okay. It just there's there's so many more advantages for Atlanta
0: in this series versus every other series they've yeah. played up to this point. I mean, if that is the series, if it's the the Lakers versus the Jazz, the first quarter, all I'm doing is throwing posts. I'm I'm getting into the post every freaking possession. Just gonna sh- shove it down the throat. Early. Yeah, because the second you put put Rudy O'Berry, he get he picks up you know two quick fouls. Yeah. Boom on the bench. Yeah, when he comes back in, back to the post, and I have four guys that can that like.
1: Your four guys, I can either body him up or or stretch him out to pull for, him way from. Yeah, that.
0: yeah, just just force him from, uh, um, just force him to have to play defense. Right. And like have to play defense cleanly though. That's yeah. the biggest thing. Yeah, you put him against Arnold Dumb when he has a body up down low, or you take him and you put AD
1: on the three point line and you you stretch that thin and you, you just open up the lane for LeBron very easily mm-hmm. without not having that rep protector there. So I think LA, their best series yet,
0: and they make it back to the finals. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Lakers going going back to finals, which it will be a pretty big feat in, in LeBron's career for, for even for this because they are a seven seed. They kind of limped into the playoffs here a little bit. Yeah. Um, and they're clearly still struggling on how to make this team work. I think it's a pretty good feat, especially going through the West. I mean, the West is stacked yeah. every year. But Phoenix is by far the best team they're going to face. Even if, Port, even if Denver gets in instead of Portland – Phoenix is still a better team than Denver as currently. Right. Well, I mean, I, I, I would disagree only because I haven't played the Clippers in the, in the conference final. Right. So, and I think the Clippers are probably the second best team in the West. Yeah. Uh, even though, the you know, the the records don't show that Phoenix played out of their minds this year. Yeah. Uh, but that's just the, the, the way, I, way I see it. Okay. So, for we have, both have
1: LA Lakers getting the finals on the West side. Then. Yes, we do. Okay. They hit the East. Conference Finals for the versus Brooklyn.
0: Another gonna be really good series. It is. They th- their season series um, during the regular season was tight. Like they you know they went back and forth, um, mm-hmm. and that was both they both teams had like their stars missing in half these games that they played. Right. It's gonna be interesting. And I think I'm gonna surprise you. this I got Philly. Yeah, that's a surprise. I got Philly <laughs> in seven. And I mean, honestly, the only reason I'm doing this is because the Nets have played so little amount of time together. Like as a whole, as a, right there, there's gotta be some, uh, just a little bit of chemistry issues are gonna happen. Plus, who knows if they even make it to the series whole, right? With the with the injuries that they've had to their three biggest stars, I mean, one of them could go down at any given time, or two of them go down at any given time, and like it changes everything.
1: It does change a lot of things. Yeah, that's a good point too. Injuries are a concern for sure when it comes to Brooklyn and that big three. I don't see them losing the series though. Yeah. I can't. I mean, there's a they have an insane amount of talent, right? And it's, it's insane. It's, it's say, and same with Philly too. Um, for me though, I have Brooklyn in six four two, and my okay. and it really is Ben Simmons is gonna get shut down. And you moment take Ben Simmons out of that offense. Well, he's not a big. He's he's just a facilitator. He's not even a scorer. No, but offense. you put you put KD on him, which they will more than likely. they are not put Kyrie on Ben. No, and not put Harden. On no, ben. I mean Ben, ben there, Simmons is six foot ten. Yeah. You can put KD on him, and regardless of his scoring output, he's gonna disrupt him enough that their offensive flow is gonna be is gonna be so out of whack that Embiid's gonna become the dude, the only guy to rely on. That he's gonna start making trying to make offense for himself, type of deal. Right, try to do too much, and he's gonna do too much, and we've okay. seen that fail with Embiid when Simmons is out when he's been hurt in the season, and we see we we all see him Embiid go off for forty or fifty, you know. Yeah. and that's why he'll win a couple games if. There's not going to be enough to override the
0: talent of Brooklyn, in my mind. Yeah, no, and I, I could... I Honestly, this was a, not an easy series for me to pick. Yeah. I have it had going seven. Um, it's just one of those things, like, I don't know if I can trust Brooklyn as a whole yet. Yeah,
1: which is a fair point. The only thing is that even if they lose one star, there's only... I don't remember the combination. I think it's Katie and Kyrie the only two that don't play well together. Yeah. Every other combo is... They're very high win percentages right. still. So even then... Even if Katie and Kyrie are left on the court, and Harden gets hurt, you still have two of the best guys in the yeah. in the
0: world. I agree. I don't know. I think it's kind of just a feeling. I feel like Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, like they've, you know, they, they've kind of grinded their teeth the last couple of years right. to make it deep into the playoffs. Um, but there was clearly always something a little bit missing. Now they haven't. They, you know, Tobias Harris is there, who's become a kind of a go-to score yeah, for them. The they, brought a tush, they brought in they brought Danny Green and Seth Curry yeah. for shooters around them. You Doc and you bring in a Hall of Fame coach and Doc Rivers. Yeah. And I think it just makes a difference to them. I think it's just kind of like the pieces kind of came together. It seems like this year, like like totally.
1: Yeah. Oh no, I completely agree. I completely agree with that. I think they're just going ahead, going up against a you know a three-headed monster.
0: Oh yeah, I mean they're going against a juggernaut for yeah. sure. Yeah.
1: And I just you know it just Ben if Ben was more of a scorer. I'd probably take Brooklyn. I'd probably take Philly, but because he's just the he's the offensive facilitator, right? You disrupt
0: him, you disrupt the whole offense. I agree. I mean, everything that we said about Giannis goes like doubly for Ben Simmons. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. Um, If he ever develops a more of a other than just a slasher offensive game, like Mm -hmm. it it can come up with a slight uh, jump shot. Yeah, this team goes
1: real far. It goes number one. It goes from. I'm in the number one seed this year, but it goes, like, number one seed guaranteed. Yeah. It changes dramatically. I agree. So, okay, so let's go finals here.
0: So, we got a little different. I got the Lakers versus Philly. Uh, Lakers versus the Nets. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you head it off first. Okay. So, I got the Lakers repeating. Okay. Got going. I got it good in seven. It's going to be a really good series. Okay. Um, a lot of things that we talked about with. The size of the Lakers, right. I think, still applies here because you have so many guys to put the different looks to give to throw at Joel Embiid. Right. It makes it very tough um, for, for 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 them. And plus, AD is such a good defender, you know, on yeah. his own in his own right. And like we saw it last year in the finals, where AD like locked in defensively and was also just as good, like just as good as a scorer. Right. I mean, he had to be like become a very good defender against Bam Autobio. And I think we're just going to start to see again, like, especially after after their game day against the Suns. I think he's just going to take what happened today. Like this cannot happen again, and just lock like just absolutely lock in for the rest lock of the season. Okay. Yeah. So I actually, with that being said, I actually have AD winning the Finals MVP.
1: Okay. Totally fair. I mean, there's no argument; he could
0: have won it last year,
1: even.
0: Yeah, LeBron is still still more important. Player. I just I just feel like. Right, this is gonna be eighties time.
1: Eighties time to shine.
0: Yeah, he's gonna finally pull pull it out. I
1: think so. Okay, I like it. I have Brooklyn winning. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have it going seven. I have Brooklyn taking four three. Um, and it'll be a great series. It's gonna be like the best series. Yeah, and there's a lot of good ones, but it's gonna be the best. The the eighty matchup down low versus what Brooklyn can have is gonna be a toss up every game in and out. Whoever, who who can win that battle? Yeah. LeBron versus KD is going to be amazing to watch that one-on-one battle. For me, it comes down to the small guys in the trenches. I don't think uh, – much of that I just praised Dennis Schroeder for being a good guard. Kyrie is going to ball handle his life
0: away. Because Kyrie – no one can stay in front like, of Kyrie. And actually, no one can really stay in front of James Harden for that matter either.
1: No. And that's my other point, too, is that you – like, You're not gonna guy that can stop Harden on the three-point line as to the extent you need. Right. Right. You got to shut one of these two down, 100. KD is going to do enough. He'll he's not like he's gonna, Lebron's going to kill him. It's not Lebron, it's not Lebron from five years ago when KD was still in OKC. Mm-hmm. He's not going to you're not going to kill him, but KD will he'll diminish probably a little bit, but not enough. So you, that means you need to take either Kyrie or Harden extremely down.
0: Yeah, and they don't have the defensive guys up and top to and it. more than likely you need to take Harden now because he's such a good facilitator and scorer. Mm-hmm. That's the guy that. Like, was, him and Kyrie, that's the one you need to shut down first. In, in right, an, yeah, attempt to. Attempt to. And it just, that's a lot.
1: It's a lot to shut down a three-headed juggernaut. And yeah. also, AD needs to be 100% locked in. LeBron needs to be 100% trustworthy on the ankle and
0: facilitating yeah. the way he always has. Yeah, you know what I wouldn't be surprised, too? If, in that series, you see a lot of minutes for Talon, Horton, Tucker on KD. Okay. Oh, yeah. Calhoun Tucker kind of play, seems to play a lot and, like, kind of waves. Like, he they only play, like, seven minutes, but the other will play, like, 20. Mm-hmm. I can see in that series, he being, him being a guy that Vogel's like, I want you to go in and try to and sh- do everything you can against yeah. KD. Because like, you... you can't have LeBron on KD the entire series no. and die. You put him in there 15 minutes a game. Hey, I need you to just play your ass off against them. Yep. Like, I don't care if we foul out every 15 yeah. minutes, but I need like, you to Talon has, like, crazy wingspan for his right. size. I and mean, he's not, like, he's short. He's, like, 6'7", six, 6'8". Six, but he has, like, the wingspan of, like, a Rudy Gobert. It's, he has, like, the, you can see him on the court. He has 30. the longest arms I feel like I've ever seen. <laughs> just gorilla mode. <laughs> Dude, I, I just don't know, man. It's crazy.
1: It's uh, too funny. Yeah, no, the, 100%. Just, I think Brooklyn
0: is just, yeah, talent. is just, it's just ridiculous. It is, it is. It's just ridiculous. It is. It is. So, so I don't. Know, I just feel, even Miami didn't win their first year together, right? Yeah. And that's kind of like the the mindset I have with this. That okay. if it's so hard to win your first year because you're still trying to figure stuff out. It's just gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard, but I think they can do it. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the I guess one of the differences is that their three heads, as a collective, are stronger than the three heads that Miami had because Chris Bosh, yeah. who was an all-star player. Not as good as AD. Yeah, and great he, he is. Or not as like good as KD, I guess. That yeah. But, uh, okay, like, real estate, like, the Brooklyn, the th- the third wheel of this is probably Kyrie. Right. In terms of, like, talent wise. And he's better talent wise than Chris Bosch was. Oh, yeah. So, and,
1: and more important in,
0: to the team in every yeah. way. Yeah. So, I can see it happening. I don't know. I got the Lakers repeating. And maybe I'm being a homer because of that. But I don't care.
1: <laughs> you got on seven though
0: right yeah i have it oh yeah i have
1: it in seven so lakers be... repeating seven i have nets beating the lakers in seven for me awesome okay that's a full breakdown there folks yeah you heard it here first you heard it here first.
0: <laughs> breaking news yeah uh next week obviously we're having a lot more playoffs yeah um most of the first round should be about over by that by this time next next weekend it'll be close a couple might be over a couple might be more game sevens Yeah, type of area it'll be good um, next week also we are gonna we need to hit get our choices in for all the awards because those oh, are going to be announced kind of randomly throughout the playoffs there's not like an, an NBA award announcement for yeah. all of it it's going gotcha. to be kind of be a rollout so we want to jump on that quickly um, but yeah I think we're going to be a lot of playoff basketball for the next couple weeks folks if you don't like it that's the way the cookie crumbles <laughs> <laughs> all right guys well thank you for joining in um as always let us know what you're thinking about how we're doing and just your comments on our on our topics hit us up mm-hmm. at herbie sports talk on twitter instagram uh tiktok youtube mm-hmm. comments you know wherever you, you find us go ahead and hit us up man thanks for uh, watching voila well, uh,
1: yep yeah and lastly if you're on youtube um if you do like any of our content in any of the slightest way please subscribe and hit the like button it's, it helps us immensely it gets more word out there we really want to just get a community around sports That's not the major markets that everybody sees and all the same commentators you always see. Create a whole new community that we can all kind of come in and civilize, in a civil way, argue about sports. Yeah. So it helps us immensely. But anyways, we'll see you all next week. See ya. Peace out.